Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to worship on this 24th Sunday after Pentecost. We have this Sunday and next Sunday left in our church year. And again, today we hear Jesus uh, telling his followers how it is they should be about the work of waiting until he returns again. And we are reminded again that we do have a God who is ever with us in the days of waiting in this life um, as we wait for the days to come in God's eternal kingdom. So we sing to this day about our God who is with us past, present, and future in the hymn, O God, Our Help in Ages Past. The hymn is on page two, and we will sing verses one through four. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. Let us join together now in a responsive reading of our psalm for the day. It is Psalm 90, verses 1 through 8. Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth or the land and the earth were born, from age to age, you are God. 
You turn us back to the dust and say, turn back, O children of earth. For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday, when it is past and like a watch in the night. You sweep them away like a dream. They fade away suddenly like the grass. In the morning, it is green and flourishes. In the evening, it is dried up and withered. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together, righteous God, our merciful master, you own the earth and all its people, and you give us all that we have. Inspire us to serve you with justice and wisdom and prepare us for the joy of the day of your coming through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our reading today comes from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then let us not fall asleep as others do but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel today, let us join in the responsive reading at the top of page five. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Faith comes from what is heard. And what is heard comes through the word of Christ. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, For it is as if a man going on a journey 
summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You've been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward saying, Master, I knew that you are a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave. You knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And on my return, I would have received what was my own with interest. So, Take the talent from him and give it to the one with the 10 talents. For to all those who have, more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have, been, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, if you've ever been present as a baby is beginning to take his or her first steps, the reaction of adults present is one of encouragement. Come on, you can do it. Come to mommy or daddy, you can do it. A few years later, as we watch a preschooler learning the intricacies of tying or buttoning or zipping, we are again there as cheerleaders. Come on, that's right, you've got it, you can do it. The same cheer is repeated as a bike is learned to be ridden, 
or a baseball is learned to be hit, or a musical instrument is learned to be played. In the teenage years, encouragement is offered to the young persons we nurture, affirming their academic skills, athletic talents, performing arts gifts, mechanical skills. We are, as teachers, parents, grandparents, godparents, aunts and uncles, caring adults called to teach and direct, but more importantly, to nurture the talents and gifts that we see in our children and youth so they may grow in self-assurance and know that they have something unique and wonderful to offer the world. And what happens when we get to be all grown up? Hopefully, we still have a cheering section in family or friends. But there are probably times when we wonder if we really do have something special to offer. If we have something to contribute where we are. Because we may not see ourselves as particularly talented or gifted. Well, hear this and know this and believe this, my friends. Each of us has been wondrously made by our God, uniquely crafted into the person we are today with our own sense of humor, our own perspective on living, our own understanding of God. And each of us has this talent, a skill or a gift that is something only we can share. And that talent or skill or gift is especially needed to make the ministry of God work. See, God only has us, our hands, our feet, our eyes, our ears, our hearts, our minds, to carry out God's ministry to the world. We are the instruments by which the good news gets out into the world. And if we withhold the way we can share the gospel, then the good news will not get out. And a heart that needs to know Jesus will miss the chance to know him. God has graciously given us the skills and talents that we have. All God asks in return is for us to share who we are with the world sharing our time and our talents for the sake of Christ. The parable told in Matthew's gospel today is a reminder that we are to live in a sense of giftedness, that we are to offer ourselves to God's service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that God has made. God can use each and every one of us, whether we are just learning or have the wisdom of years, whether we have an academic degree or the knowledge of life experience, whether we are outgoing or shy, whether we are financially secure or financially struggling, whether we have a definite vision or we are still searching, God needs each of us and what it is that we have to offer so that his kingdom 
can continue to grow. If we are afraid, if we are doubtful that our gift or talent or skill makes a difference, consider this story. Mark was walking home from school one day when he noticed the boy ahead of him had tripped and dropped all of the books he was carrying, along with two sweaters, a baseball bat, a glove, and a small tape recorder. Mark knelt down and helped the boy pick up the scattered articles. Since they were going the same way, he helped to carry part of the burden. As they walked, Mark discovered the boy's name was Bill, that he loved video games, baseball and history, and that he was having a lot of trouble with his other subjects and that he had just broken up with his girlfriend. They arrived at Bill's home first and Mark was invited in for a Coke and to watch some television. The afternoon passed pleasantly with a few laughs and some shared small talk. And then Mark went home. Bill and Mark continued to see each other around school, had lunch together once or twice, and then they both graduated from junior high school. They ended up in the same high school where they had a few brief contacts over the years. Finally, the long-awaited senior year came, and three weeks before graduation, Bill asked Mark if they could talk. Bill reminded Mark of the day years ago when they first met. Do you ever wonder why I was carrying so many things home that day, asked Bill. You see, I cleaned out my locker because I didn't want to leave a mess for anyone else. I'd stored away some of my mother's sleeping pills and I was going to go home and end my life. But after we spent some time together talking and laughing, I realized that if I had taken my life, I would have missed that time and so many others that might follow. So you see, Mark, when you picked up my books that day, you did a lot more. You saved my life. We never know how God is going to be able to use the talents that he first gives us to reach out and touch a soul that is searching and longing and in need to know God's love and grace. So may we take what the master first gives us and not hide it away but share it with all the world. Amen. Indeed, if we have decided to follow our Lord, um, then we have made a commitment to use all that he has first given us and our hymn today is like a reaffirmation of that. Um, it talks about um, promising um, to serve our Lord and to follow his lead every day. Let us join now in singing, Oh Jesus, I have promised. The hymn is on page seven.
together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us join our hearts together in the prayers. At the end of each prayer, I will say, Hear us, O God, if you would respond with the words, Your mercy is great. Longing for Christ's reign to come among us, we pray for the outpouring of God's power on the church the world, and all in need. Lord of creation, we stand in awe at the works of your hands and praise you for the beauty of nature. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of the nations, sound forth your justice in the ears of all leaders. Increase concern for those who are most vulnerable. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of all in need, search out all who cry to you in distress. Scatter the heavy clouds of depression, chronic illness, unemployment, and loneliness with your radiant light. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Lord of the living and the dead, we give you thanks for all the saints at rest from their labors. Rouse us to live by their example, that saints yet to come may also know your love. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. 
Receive our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, until that day when you gather all creation around your throne, where you will reign forever and ever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, grant you the gifts of faith and hope. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. And indeed, as we go forth each day, may we be awake, um, watching and listening and looking for ways that um, Christ can use us to spread his light and love. And so we end today with the hymn, Awake, O Sleeper, on page 11. Go in peace, remember the poor, 
Thanks be to God. Well, thank you for joining in this time of worship today. I hope that you have a pleasant rest of this Sabbath day and a blessed week ahead.